Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Tag Team Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Tags, Anthony Tags, whatever you want to call me. Join with my brother. Joni Tags, baby. So it's episode 13, bad luck number. But for today's episode, we're going to be breaking down week 10 of the NFL. Right now, currently it's Monday night, and the Steelers are currently kicking the Bears' ass. No surprise there. Uh, it's 14 nothing. I don't know what the final score of that game will be, but you will all know by the time you listen to this podcast, and I'm going to assume that the Steelers will have won. But we really haven't filmed the podcast. We started the podcast in January during NFL playoffs, so we peeped on that a little bit. Uh, I think we did an episode on the Super Bowl. But for this week, we're going to be breaking down week 10 of the NFL, uh, and we're going to have another segment later. And then, of course, we will always have our stink bomb of the week. So yep. 13 episodes deep. I'm uh, excited about this one, though. I love that the Bears are getting their shit smoked because the Giants have their first-round draft pick. So I just kind of hope the Bears lose out, honestly. Sorry, Bears fans. I have nothing against Chicago. I'm just a miserable Giants fan, and I am I – don't, I don't even know. I'm fucking miserable. It is what it is. I want a draft pick. You know what? I say this every week, though. I know we're going to dive in to week, not, or week 10 a little bit, but we say this every year. The Giants – are a game and a half out of that final wild card spot. I'm pretty sure you could double check me on that. And they are a garbage football team. They had bad coaching, bad schemes, just overall, I mean, terrible front office. Don't even get me fucking started on that. But I think they are a game and a half out of the wild card. And we do this every year. We get to a point where we're like, okay, we're in between getting a top five pick in the NFL draft or we're a game and a half out in the wild card. And that's the reason I kind of hate the 17 playoff is because you always have a glimmer of hope, but at the same time, why do I even want that hope when I know it's going to be week 15, week 16, and I got to have some team win a game when they're going to purposely not play their starters because they've already clinched. So we're at that point in the year where we still have that hope, but at the same time, I'm shutting that shit down because I don't want to do what we did last year. We talked about that on a pod as well. But I think I'm going to shut it down for the Giants now before we get into this conversation. Yeah, no, one last note here on the Giants, though. It's like what, going into last season, we finished our season four and three, and we're no, waiting five there and three, hoping, right? hoping maybe maybe it was five and three. I don't know. You could correct me if I'm wrong. But there was that glimmer of hope until that team in Philadelphia ruined it for us when they decided to put in their third-string quarterback. But we're not going to get into that. They're, they lost yesterday. I'm glad about that. Can't cannot be happier. But one one focal point this week that has been going on in the NFL to talk about is definitely the Vegas Raiders. I know the Giants beat them yesterday, uh, and I know that, that was a hell of a win. That was a hell of a win by the Giants, by the way. That the that Chiefs, was a really solid win. The Chiefs were able to pull it into a game of the division after winning two straight, beating Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers lists Green Bay, and I have to say that. Yeah, Jordan Love did not live up to the expectations of the hype that he was. And you know I thought what? it was you can't judge a quarterback. No, that's unfair. You can't judge a quarterback after his first game, man. You I know, especially in Arrowhead. That's a tough environment to go into. Not to mention just it's it's a short week. I mean, he had no idea he was starting this week. His preparation was probably different. I know they said Aaron Rodgers was out what on Monday cuz he obviously played last week. But yeah. the fact that Jordan Love went from backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers to all of a sudden, hey, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID, unfortunately, and now you're starting this week against Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'd shit my pants a little bit. 
I mean, I don't know. And they stuck I, his I'm, mother. I'm, they stuck his mother in the very back row. I don't know if you saw that of Arrowhead, like yeah, literally the, in the very last a, row. Yeah, that was a meme. That was a meme. <laughs> I felt it just bad goes at to the show same the Chiefs time. Fan. But but I'm straying from my point. I'm straying from my point here of the Vegas Raiders releasing their two, not one, but two. Uh, first round picks from the 2020 draft. Obviously, the Henry Ruggs situation. I don't want to get into that too much. Uh, you know, rest in peace to the people who were lost in that accident, and may God bless Henry Ruggs. But they also released Damon Arnett today uh, after some off-field issues. <laughs> and the, I just the Raiders say, did. Man. The, the Raiders did. Say. The Raiders did. Hold on. The Raiders did reach out to try and help Arnett and get better with what he was struggling with off the field, but I guess it just got to a point where it was dominating both his professional career but also his life at home. And when it gets to that point, you have to cut ties. So the Raiders this year have lost their two first-round draft picks from 2020 and then obviously the John Gruden situation with his emails. So they're, they're, in, a, they're in a hell of a shit show right now, I must say. And shout out to uh, Shout out to Brian Edwards. The one starter from that draft class, baby, South Carolina represent. Go Gamecocks. But, but what I'm saying is, is that the Raiders, for as much adversity as they face as a team this year, still look good. And they still are a solid football they, they, team. I think they, they came out and laid an egg. I, yeah, but I think they came out and laid an egg this weekend just because of what had been going on, all the issues in the locker room. Obviously, the story with Ruggs was over national news for the whole past week and a half. Obviously, you've you've had to have heard about it now, so that's why I said we're going to lay off that story uh, for the sake of time of the podcast because I feel like we could talk about that for a few minutes. This is more about Week 10 and what's been going on. Obviously, the nice thing is is that we can't complain about our Giants in this podcast because they can't lose next week. They don't play. I they can don't still complain. They have a bye. Yeah, but they have a bye, so they can't lose okay. next week, which is a positive. That's the one positive okay. note I'll take out of this is the Giants cannot lose a football game next weekend. They won't and win, but that doesn't this. matter. We're not used to winning. I'll say this too, going back, before we dive into the week 10 lines and we analyze this a little bit, it's always tough. I mean, you see teams, like obviously the Raiders should have beaten the Giants. They're a better football team, better record this year. Overall, more just solid, well-rounded team. But it's tough, and we see it all the time, when teams from the West Coast travel to the East Coast to play a one o'clock game. And that's why it's tricky to read those lines as well. And when you're kind of looking into the games more often and you see a bad team beat a good team on the East Coast or vice versa, even when an East Coast team travels to the West Coast, it's just a different atmosphere because that, that atmosphere, because that time change can be tough. Well, you and saw we it obviously line. saw it. Yeah. Vegas was only favored by three points, which on the flip side of it, the Giants were actually 10-point dogs to the Chiefs. And yep. the Chiefs were home for that football game. So it just goes to show home and away – with fans back in the stands this year, I know there were, but in a limited amount last year, you can see that it actually makes a huge difference in how these games are played. Yeah, and I mean, but I don't sure. want to. I don't want to sit here and talk about the Giants for too long because obviously we I know can't that do they're, it. They're they're a disgrace of a football team. You could put me put me in the fucking hospital if we're going to talk about the Giants for this whole <laughs> podcast because it just causes my blood pressure to rise really high. And I'm trying to remain calm. I just can't dive too deep into that. I'm already, I, I've already given up, like I said earlier. So what I want to do is I want to take the time to dive into week 10. And it's great because the Giants don't play. It's incredible. The bye week for the Giants is my favorite week of the year. But diving into week 10 a little bit, I know this is going to be fun. I know you got the lines pulled up. 
I want to run through this so everybody can see how much of a degenerate I am and how bad I am at reading sports lines. So this is going to be interesting. Um, if you could just, you know, just read those lines. I think we both make our picks and let's see what happens. I'd love to take notes on this too, just to see who wins. So do you want to just run through every game real quickly and just see like, I don't know, let's see who does better. Yeah, I think we should. I think this could be a fun get game. Out of piece of, get out a piece of notebook paper if you still got that. I know you quit college, but if you still got a I piece of I didn't quit college, paper. asshole. I graduated. That's completely different. You got me looking like a college <laughs> dropout on here. Fuck you, dude. That's terrible. For everyone out there, I graduated college. And you graduated Just with so a 4-0. You know. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna, getting into that. You're, you're going to be humble, but I'm, I'm going to be nice and say that I know you graduated with a 4-0, so I know you're smart. But I'm a, I'm a humble guy. What can I say? So let's let's start with Thursday night football. Ravens at Dolphins. Baltimore minus seven and a half. The Dolphins Baltimore minus off, seven and a half. Dolphins coming off a win against the depleted Texans. Oh my God, was that not the worst game ever? Though nine turnovers combined. That was like watching JV football. No, the most hideous football game this week that I watched was Bills Jaguars by far. No, that game was that wasn't that game a was that, atrocity. No, okay, that was a bad game. But the Dolphins Bills the Dolphins. Texans game was an all out of tr- dude nine turnovers. These guys are NFL players. They're NFL players. This is not JV. It's not JV, bro. I play JV football. I play JV football. These guys are in the NFL. Nine <laughs> turnovers. That is an all out atrocity. I just want to say it. But anyways, I think this is a trap game for the Ravens. Short week coming off another comeback win to say the least. You're a thief. What did I say to you when we were what our plan was for the podcast this week? I said, week 10 breakdown, let's do this. I said, let's start with the Thursday night game. And I specifically said, verbatim, word for word, and I wish there was somebody here to back me up on this. I said that the Miami Dolphins were gonna win this game because it's a trap game. Verbatim, I said trap game. And you can't even bullshit me on that. Silence. Pure silence, because you know I'm right. No, I was actually trying to find a piece of notebook paper. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I, I literally, dude, I, this is a disaster. You're right. I took your words. I'm sorry. What did you want me? You want to copyright? You want to, like, press charges for fraud? Press charges for plagiarism? <laughs> no, continue Go on your point, though. I want to hear what you got to say. No, I mean, it's kind of what you were expanding on. A trap game is a trap game. The Ravens are coming off another high. The Dolphins are like, whatever. It's a Thursday night game. We all know Thursday night games can be shitty. So I'm definitely taking Dolphins plus seven and a half. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I do think they will cover. I would go to say they win this game outright. But I know we're only doing spreads. So, of course, Dolphins plus seven and a half. I wouldn't call it my lock of the week. When you find your lock of the week, you better tell me. But my this is not my lock of the week. But I definitely think Miami is going to go in there and put something up because – for as much as they have struggled this year, they have actually been in a lot of close games. Losing to the Raiders in overtime, losing to the Jaguars by three on the last second field goal, losing to the Falcons on a last second field goal, and an impressive win over the Patriots in week one. So I'd say that the Dolphins are kind of like the Giants in that they've been in a lot of close games this year, but have just faltered on the wrong side of it. And I wouldn't say the Dolphins are a better football team than them, but I would go on to say that I think that Lamar Jackson, after the week he had last week, outrushing Dalvin Cook and outthrowing Ryan Tannehill, or not Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Hot, 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 hot. 
I was I was gonna correct you, and I'm still trying to find notebook paper. <laughs> I didn't. Dude, I you're did. on the struggle, dude. You're on the struggle, boss. We're four minutes. I, I, I said grab a piece of notebook paper four minutes ago, and you're still looking for it. You're scurrying I around. I finally I found a pencil that's half sharpened and a, <laughs> an envelope that's been ripped in half. But anyways, I got us both down that we that we got dolphins plus seven and a half. It's ladies on and gentlemen, this is. This is why we need a sponsor. We're writing our picks down with a half-ripped envelope and a half-sharpened pencil. This is a disgrace. <laughs> All right, so next game, I see what you're saying. So we both got Miami plus seven, so we're on the same side with that. Yeah. What do we think of – what do we got for Buffalo Jets? I mean, that line's going to be stupid. Minus 13 for Buffalo. But the Jets are at home. I don't know if it makes a difference. MetLife has been a pretty <laughs> shit, pretty big shit Dude. show. The Giant, I mean, the Giants won there last week, but it's been a pretty big shit show for them. I will have to say, I will say this, the Bills absolutely screwed over anyone who had a Moneyline favorite parlay last week, so screw them. Wasn't me, could never be me, but it happens, you know, you're you're like, Jacksonville is plus 600 and wins the game. Um, I like, I like the Bills minus 13, I'm going to keep my faith with Josh Allen. Uh, bounce back game for sure after that very disappointing loss if you look at so far what the bills defense has been able to do this year that that game last week was not on the bills defense at all no problem with them they've they've been allowing only 14.8 points per game this season and you look about how that is highly impressive compared to the jets who on average allow 31.4 points per game so it's not a battle of defenses and i think that josh allen's gonna have a bounce back week and i think that Bills minus 13 is a lock. I would go to say it's my lock of the week. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that's hefty. But I need a Josh Allen bounce back week because he's on my fantasy team. So step it the hell up. Uh, next game, Bucks washington See, this was a tight game in the playoffs last year. And I think them rematching is going to be a fun one. Tampa is favored by 9.5 points, which makes me wonder how well Tom Brady's going to do this week. Uh they are they are 6 and 2 on the year and they are coming off the bye. They didn't play last week. So I have a feeling Bruce Arians has been in the locker room on the practice field working with Tom Brady to make sure that this week is not what happened with their meltdown with the Saints last week. Obviously Brady throwing a pick on the final drive. I don't know if you watched that game. That game was pretty close. The Bucks the Bucks definitely had a shot at winning that game. They definitely could have won that game. But the Saints ultimately ended up getting a pick six at the end and won the game. So, so. kind of go with a catchy term here. The Bucks fucked me in my pick and pool for that week because they laid a stink bomb against the Saints. Uh, so I think they're going to bounce back, cover nine and a half. I like that line. And you were you were on the Bills, weren't you? Oh, dude, was I on the well? The, was <laughs> I on the Bills? Uh, this was the previous week because the Bucks were on the the bye last week. I was talking about that game against the Saints. But yes, I was on the Bills heavy. The Bills were like minus, I don't know, I don't even know what they were like, minus 14 and a half versus Jacksonville. And they couldn't even win the game. They didn't even I'm score gonna go 14 points. You know Washington's what? That's at, awful. Washington, Washington's That's awful. at home. Washington's at home. I think the Bucks are going to win this game, but I don't think by 10 points. I'm going, so you like Washington. Washington. I'm going Washington plus nine and a half. You know Not what? That, that's what I'm, pissed I'm a little, me off too. I, I could see that one being a loser though. I could definitely see that you know one what? being a smelly, stinky loser. You know you had a bad game when you're favored by 15 points 
and you didn't even score half of that. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out Josh Allen. Shout out Josh Allen. Thank you, bro. Okay, next game. Interesting. Falcons, Dallas. Dallas is minus nine. Oh, my God, I'm taking Atlanta. That's not even a question. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Dallas absolutely shit the bed last week. They absolutely oh shit the bed. And I hate Dallas. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm one of the biggest Cowboy haters there is out there. But I got to play the middle ground here. And I got to say that Dallas, I think, is going to have a good game this week. And I think, I think they're going to win. But the question is, will they win by nine points after their offense last week? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to take Dallas minus nine. I think Dak Prescott's got a lot to prove after his really shit performance i i wouldn't even call it mediocre Dude. i would call it shit oh my it was terrible. god you see that pass on fourth, on fourth and his one sheets they had the ball fourth and one. that could have ran for the first down instead he threw up a bomb to cd lamb and overthrew him by about 30 yards and oh my god it was just it Dude. was just hideous to watch the dallas yeah. game last week their their performance looked like a a baby's diaper Honestly, <laughs> but I will say, dude, shout out to Denver. Denver's having a solid year. They really gave. The ah, I wouldn't I say love solid. It. I would go to say it's been up and down. It's been up and down. It's it's been up and down. You're right. Their first three wins were awful. I mean, they played the Giants, Jets, and I can't remember who their third game was, but they were all against awful teams. But you know what? They're they're up and down. But it, I I mean, I love the fact that they kicked the shit out of Dallas. So you're writing so this down. Be, right? You're writing this down. Yeah, I, I got all the lines. All right, I, I do like the f- Atlanta's having a, a solid year as well. I mean, I I think Atlanta's definitely overperforming. Cordell Patterson is having a hell of a year. I mean, anybody who has him in fantasy is thriving right now. But, you know, that's fine. I guess when you play three, three different positions, it doesn't really matter. Okay, next game. Next game, New Orleans at Tennessee. This is interesting because Tennessee is en fuego right now. They're on fire. They had a hell of a win last night. They just, I don't think they want to lose. Even even without Derrick Henry, they put on a show last night. Beat the this shit out gonna of be, L.A. This, this isn't going to be my stink bomb of the week, but it's a stink bomb. This is a total stink bomb. Tennessee is only favored by three points with no QB in New Orleans to be found. And that to yeah, me Trevor is, Simeon, right? Trevor yeah, Simeon's starting. Yeah, journeyman Trevor Simeon. And it's like, I don't see how Tennessee's only favored by three. I know Derrick Henry's out, but, I mean, Adrian Peterson, he scored a touchdown. He scored his, what, 125th career touchdown yesterday? And that was that was an impressive win, I would say, by Tennessee. Their defense looked phenomenal. And I think that yeah. with the way with the way that the Saints' offense has been, with that good defense against Tennessee, I, I, I hate this line. I don't know why it's minus three. It should be like minus six and a half, minus five and a half at the bare minimum. But maybe we'll see that line shift. I think it's a sucker line. I know in my pick I'm definitely going to go Tennessee minus three. So I, I'm going to have Dude. to stick with it because I, I think that Tennessee is going to win this game by more than three. I just don't know. I mean, the games, they're in they're in Nashville. Like, they're home. And they're only favored the by Titans, three points after an impressive win last night against the Rams. The so Titans you don't know are... The Titans are by far and away the most underrated team in the NFL. I do understand that the they lost to the Jets. The yeah, but they fly under the radar. Nobody talks about the Titans. They talk about Derrick Henry. They don't talk about the Titans. And let me say this. Titans have two losses this year. They lost to the Jets, which is a highly disappointing loss. They should be 8-1. and one. And then they lost to the Cardinals in Week 1. And let's not forget where the Cardinals stand in the NFC. But listen to their last 
four wins. They did beat Jacksonville. So during this win streak, it did start with Jacksonville. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Colts. And they beat the Rams. Those are four solid football teams. You could say uh, that the Chiefs... Uh, the Colts. The Colts are not a bad football team. They're not a bad They're football They're a mediocre team. football. They're four They're mediocre. Five. Okay, but listen. The Bills, obviously Super Bowl favorites. Super Bowl contenders. Chiefs. I know the Chiefs are struggling, but obviously Super Bowl contenders. And the Rams, one of the best teams in the NFC. So... I, I do believe that Tennessee is flying under the radar, even though they are one of the top seeds in the AFC. But I do, I'm with you on this. I think I like Tennessee minus three because they're they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. All right, next. So game. we got Tennessee. Both both got Tennessee minus three. I like it. I like it. Next I game. I love how I'm, I'm uh, doing my I'm doing my grid picks right now, and I don't even have to do them now because I'm just gonna have you text right. me this piece of paper after. I'm just gonna lock them in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get let's keep let's get let's start to roll through these. I know we got a ton of games left to go. So let's just yeah. pick these lines and get going. Jacksonville, yeah. Indy. I don't even want to talk about this game. This is gross. What's uh, the Indy's line we're mi- picking them? Indy minus ten and a half. Okay, I like Jacksonville plus ten and a half. Nah, I like. I'm gonna go opposite side. I'm gonna go Indy minus ten and a half. Okay, or, you're going Indy minus ten and a half. I know. I okay, just I'm shit moving on, that on. For being a mediocre football team, but Jacksonville is Jacksonville. I, I don't even. I don't even want to talk about that game. That game's gross. We got Detroit Pittsburgh. Detroit at Pittsburgh. This is the line game. for that game because the Steelers. The Steelers game's still going on, so the line has not come out for that game yet. But the consensus is saying right now I'm, that I'm it's going Pittsburgh, to be it's going it's going no eight it's, and a half. It's saying right now Caesars has not posted a line for that game yet. But right now uh, ESPN's consensus pick has it at Pittsburgh minus nine. I said eight and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's that's pretty, pretty fucking good. So yeah. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. So Caesar Sportsbook, to... Caesar Sportsbook, hire me. I'm not looking <laughs> for a job. So I'm bad at picking the team's lines, but I'm good at knowing what the line is. So that's gotta mean something. <laughs> yeah, it has to. Right? But I'm going. I mean, I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm going Pittsburgh minus nine, all day. Wow, Pittsburgh. So you got Pittsburgh minus nine. Okay, dude. They're currently I feel watching so bad. the Bears right now. I feel so bad for the Lions. I really do. I always pull for the Lions because Detroit sports are always my second team. I'm going to go benefit of the doubt. I'm going to go Detroit plus nine. I don't like what I've seen this year for them at all. They've had some heartbreaking losses, to say the least. But I think they could cover against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's on a shorter week. I don't know. All right, next um, game. I think, I think the next Cleveland, game you're going to talk about is my favorite. Yep, this is my favorite Cleveland game. Cleveland at New England. This is interesting, man. This, this is, is a, a great game. game. This is good. We could dive into this a little bit. Who do we have? I, I'm I'm guessing this is going to be close. This is going to be within three. I'm saying Cleveland minus two and a half. No. New England's favored by one point. They're at home. I mean, the game is in Fox. The game is in Foxborough. So I can see why they're favored. They're a red-hot team right now. I, dude, New England was one and three. They were one and three on the year. They've turned it around. They're four, they're, they're four and one in their last five games. Uh, albeit with their only loss coming in OT to the Cowboys. I don't know if you watched that game. That game was pretty crazy. So if, if, if they didn't lose that game, they, they'd be a really red-hot team right now. Yeah. So I think Bill Belichick's finally getting Mac Jones onto the system. I think they're starting to get a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Damian Harris has been playing out of his butt, dude. He has been popping off. I don't know if you watched him yesterday. He had a great game against Carolina. Yeah, but I have him on my fantasy teams as well, so I'm always pulling for him. I like – 
even though the Browns defense showed up last week, I'm still going New England minus one because they're at home, and I think that Mac Jones is going to have a good show out game next week. So you got New England minus one. I'm going. I'm going to go with Cleveland here. I'm going to go Cleveland plus one. I think they're past all the Odell drama. They're coming off a good win against a solid Bengals team. They laid an egg the week before against the Steelers, only scoring 10 points. But I do like Cleveland's defense against an inconsistent Patriots offense. There's been a couple times this year where the Browns have held their opponent to 10 points or less, and I like that, and five times under uh, 14 points or less. So I think I'm going to go with the Browns' defense here. I think they're going to win a close one in Foxborough. I think this one's going to be within three points. But I do like that matchup. That's two two solid teams battling out in an AFC. They're both going for the playoff spots, probably wild card. But that'll I do that'll like that definitely matchup. be the game I have turned on though. I will. Yeah. I know I like to watch Red Zone Channel, but that'll be like the main game I'm watching and paying attention to. Next one, we are now moving into the four o'clock games. We got Minnesota at the Chargers. Chargers minus two and a half, and I think that I think that's a pretty bad line too. I, I don't know. The Vikings have had so many tough losses this year. They're they're yeah. a pretty decent football team. They're, I know they're three and five, but they're with had the Colts. A lot of, I think they're yeah. I would I would say that's a fair. I would say that's a fair. But I think they're a little bit better. I think they're a little bit better than Indy. But I would say that I actually like the Chargers in this game. They're at home. They are. Are they coming off the? Are they coming off the bye? Aren't they? No. They they played this week. They no, played no, the no. They played. Yeah, yeah they played the Eagles. That's that, right. they, they snuck that out. They snuck yeah, they that out barely. But I I, 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 I think the I think the Vikings are gonna I think the Vikings are gonna lose another tough one, but I think the Chargers are gonna win this game by like four or five points. I think it's gonna be a close game though. So you like Chargers? What was the spread on that? Chargers two and a half? minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. I'm with you on that. I like the Chargers two and a half. Especially since it's in LA. Minnesota's gotta travel out west, kind of the factor we talked about earlier. Not to mention the Chargers have been staggering lately. I think it's time for them to get back on track, get that offense going again. I have Ekwar on my fantasy team. I need him to start showing up because I'm losing some some tight games that I shouldn't be. But, yeah, I do like the Chargers. They got back on track last week against the Eagles, and I like them here at home against the Vikings. So I think that will be another good one, though. Uh, Carolina at Arizona. I like Arizona all day. Sam Darnold. Arizona's favored by ten. Arizona's favored by ten points. And here's my I don't even here's care. why here's why I'm smoking I don't even care. Arizona. And I am. Is this your lock of the week? That I'm Arizona minus ten for the simple fact that Sam Darnold I think needs specs. I think he needs some sort of vision help. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm. I mean, I'm not a Sam Darnold hater, but the amount of turnovers he had last week was atrocious. The one picky threw the the lineman made a hell of a play. I don't know if you saw that. That's crazy, but I'm still picking Arizona minus ten. What's Kyler Murray's status before I make that pick? Arizona still looked good last week, even without I, Kyler Murray. I mean, it's early in the Hopkins. week. It's it's early in the week, so I, I they won't be able to make that decision yet. I know they played the Niners. They played a good game, and I would say that I would go on to say that I don't think what it, it matters whether Kyler Murray's going to play matter. this week. I I think minus ten's a lot just because the Carolina offense is in shambles right now. They are in absolute shambles. So a note on this. Edmonds does have a high ankle sprain, so that could hurt them in the backfield. He's an elite part of their offense. Yeah, but Connor popped off yesterday. He had, what, three touchdowns? Yeah, but but Chase Edmonds just gives him a whole different look. But they scored 31 points with the backup. Who Was it Cole McCoy? Cole McCoy played quarterback for them, right? Like yesterday? I believe it was Cole McCoy. 
Somebody can correct me Colt if I'm McC wrong. Yeah, it was Col no, it was Colt McCoy, and it was 22 for 26, 249 yards and a touchdown pass. Listen, I love Colt McCoy, great veteran. He led the Giants to some key wins last year, so I'm I'm a Colt McCoy fan for sure. He's a baller. Okay, so so who are you going with? You going Arizona, Arizona minus ten? I like Arizona. Depending okay. the status of Kyler Murray or not, it doesn't matter. I don't even think I care. The Panthers are not a good football team. Yeah. Okay, we're getting down to the wire here. Philly at Denver. I don't even want to talk about this game. Give me the Denver line. Denver minus De Denver minus two and a half. I'm going Denver, Denver minus two and a half. I'm going Denver minus two and a half. Next, we have Seattle at Green Bay with Russell Wilson back in action. He's clear to play. He got clear to play today. That's interesting line. Does that line have him being back factored? That's obviously going to play a key. Well, it's Green Bay. It's Green Bay minus four. I'm taking Green Bay minus four. Is Aaron Rodgers back though? Is, yes, he will be back. He back? Yes, Aaron Rodgers okay. will be back. He clear. He's going to clear COVID protocol protocol this week. Okay, Green Bay minus four it is for me for the simple fact that Seattle's got to go Russell, to Wisconsin. Russell Wilson's back though. I just said that, dumbass. Open up your ears. Get the shit out of your ears. I literally just no, said that. No, no, but what I'm saying is, is that I, I, I think oh, that Seattle never mind. comes I out. I feel like a dick. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm yeah, a dick. No, I'm I wasn't sorry. saying it. I wasn't saying it as information. I was wow. saying it as Russell Wilson is back. So I think that Seattle is going to come and win this game. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you like? You I got like Seattle, Seattle plus, plus four. four. I got okay. Seattle plus four. You know, I usually like betting the dogs. If they. Uh, I don't know. You've been hammering the favorites. Some, I haven't been hammering the favorites. I have a lot of favorites on here, but if I were I think betting, I've been, I've been hammering the favorites too, so I can't even lie. I would like some some underdog money lines. That those are my favorite bets to do. Okay, last two games, uh, Sunday Night Football. We got Chiefs at the Raiders. That's going to be an interesting line. Kansas City minus two and a half. I think okay, that's a I'm weird line. That. I think that's a weird line. You know. Kansas City has struggled this year. The Raiders are coming off a shit loss to the Giants. I, I'm i going to go with you. Kansas City minus two and a half. I think the Chiefs are hot right now. The Raiders are going through a bunch of issues. And I just think I that Sunday Night Football, primetime, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to show up. And I, I, I would go to say, if I was going to sports bet this game, I would put in a bet for Patrick Mahomes three-plus touchdowns next week. I'm going to correct you and say that the Chiefs are not hot at all. I think they have been ice cold all year, considering the fact that the, here's their last five games. Loss to the Bills, 38-20. Beat Washington, 31-13. Okay, that's fair. Drop an egg against the Titans. I was about to say lay an egg. And how about this? They beat the Giants by three, which is inexcusable at home. And then they beat the Packers by six without Aaron Rodgers. Also right. inexcusable. So, so, I'll, so I, will, home. I will restate my statement. And, and in that, I will say the Chiefs aren't hot, but they're finding ways to win games right now. And finding okay, ways to win different. games seems to be the most important thing to do. It's just even when you're down, like the Chiefs are having a down year, they're still finding ways to bring it back over 500. And now this game will be for the division lead, pending that the Chargers, what happens, go, what I happens can, in the I Chargers game comfortably say though that the Chiefs are the worst team to bet when they're the favorite. They never cover the spread. They yeah, but minus never two and a half. cover the spread. Minus two and a half? Watch, they're going to win by two. They're going to win by two fucking points. 
I'm just saying that we both you made we both said we like Kansas City minus two and a half. You make the point that it's only minus two and a half. Well, this is when a team's gonna win by one or two. But I'm keeping with Kansas City because it's my gut. I can't change it now, but that's just what's gonna happen. Just mark my words. And when Kansas City wins this game by two, Caesars Palace or any other sports book better hire me. <laughs> that's all I gotta <laughs> say. No, just a little jokes. Okay, last game. I know we've been going through this a little bit, but last game of the week, pretty interesting one. We have the Rams at the 49ers. L.A. is favored by only four points. Oh, my God. I'm going San Francisco plus four. You know, I want to. I really want to. I'm going to go. I'm going to join you on that. I'm going to go Niners plus four. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for the picks. We you you like Niners plus four. Let me write that down. Okay, I have everything written down. So the next podcast we do after this week, we're gonna go through and see who won. We have a lot of the same picks. What I'm saying is is that we'll go over either and not the next podcast episode, depending on when we film it. Obviously, if we film it before the week's over, I'm gonna be out of town this weekend. But if we film it before, we won't. It won't be in the next episode. If not, it'll be in the week episode after. So it depends on how much we yep. get filmed. It depends how much we get put out to you. We're, we're trying to pump these out for you guys. I know we've been on a seven-month hiatus. So <laughs> hopefully hopefully our goal is to – I would say our goal is to probably have 20 episodes out by year's end. Uh, total. That'd be sick. We're on, we're on episode 13 right, or 12 right now. Or no, we're on 13 right now. Jeez, I can't even count. So I'm glad you went to preschool, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unbelievable. But that about wraps it up for our Week 10 NFL Picks. Thank God we didn't have to pick the Giants. I think that I'm probably going to I like the bye week. I like the I I like the bye week minus three and a half against the Giants. Just saying. Yeah. I think that's a I lock. think the Giants. That's the Gi- my lock of the if week. If anybody was going to learn how to lose a football game on their bye week, it'd be the New York football Giants. That's all and I And if say. Dave Gettleman is listening to this podcast, just know I'm a disappointed, emotional, sad, and outright in distraught Giants fan. Thank you. And I hope you listen to this, Dave Gattleman, because you deserve to hear it. (laughs) All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Let's let's get into the stink bomb of the week, Tony. I'll let you go first since I stole the show last week with uh, or last episode with my stink bomb of the week. So, as a dude in college, one of the hardest things about it is not the studying, it's not the schoolwork, it's not the learning portion. It's going to the fucking grocery store and buying groceries. Because <laughs> here's the thing: when I go to buy groceries. I go in there with a mindset of I need to buy some type of food that isn't too unhealthy because I eat fast food way too much. But I have to go in there with a mindset to say, okay, I need to actually eat half decent this week. So I got no idea what I'm going to buy when I go in there. I just go in there and I stroll. But if you are a college student, you know that we don't go in there with lists. We just go in there and try and figure out what we need and then just bullshit the whole way through and eventually leave. And that that's how it is. So I go in this week and I remembered that I needed laundry detergent. I'm like, okay, I need to remember this because if I forget it, I gotta do laundry this week. I'm going out of town. I need to make sure that my clothes are clean. 
So I'm like, all right, let me just go get the basic Tide because I don't know any other laundry detergent and specialty that will make my clothes smell good or whatever. I don't really care, you know. I struggled with the splitting up the whites and the darks. So that's just how I've been. I'm terrible with laundry, but I need a laundry detergent. So I buy a laundry detergent. I put it in my basket. It's Tide. It's Tide. And I throw it in. Just basic ass type. So I go to shop. I get my skinny pop. I That's get a little dirty. I get a little strip steak for later. <laughs> what, you don't oh, like skinny pop? I'm not pop? a huge popcorn guy. <laughs> I get uh, I get my I get my strip steak for the week. I get my little side of frozen vegetables. I buy a candle because it's getting that time of year. <laughs> and so I just I gotta laugh. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who are you? Who I'm a college you? student that goes into a grocery store and buys whatever the hell I see. That Who are I see you fit. to be right. buying and a candle? And then I get my. Who are you to be buying a candle? I get. Please tell me. I, I you don't like scents? I like scents. You don't like scents? I mean, they're all right. I'm never. I, have you ever bought a candle? If you catch me buying a candle for myself. I think you need to check on me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I buy candles. What does that say? You coming at me like that? I'm coming at you. Four three defense zone. So, <laughs> the nickel, nickel die. I get my lean cuisines. I get what else? I bought my toilet paper. I bought my paper towel. Got I got bleach Kids spray got the for the bathroom because I need Kids to make got sure the I clean. TP at the ready. I I got my deodorant. You know all the basic necessities that I need that I go through throughout the weeks. So I put the Tide in first, and then I get water, and I put a bunch of other stuff down. And I'm like, oh, my Tide's at the bottom, so I'm going to move it to the top. And I bought a gallon of milk because I like milk. Some people don't like milk. People will think that's disgusting. But I put the milk in. I put everything. So I, I got a little tiny cart. I put everything in. And I'm moseying around. I'm shopping. And next thing I know, I go to check out. And I look down, and my entire, my entire freaking cart was blue. <laughs> I set the tide on its side and it leaked out of the lid and all over everything that I had just proceeded to put in my cart. So I just spent something that I don't like to do, go grocery shopping. I just spent the last 30 minutes figuring this out to get eight items because that's how unproductive I am in the grocery store. All for it to be covered in tide. So I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I'm walking through the freezer section. And I do a little quick swap of the milks. The milk was literally blue. The carton was blue at that point. And I felt so dirty for doing this. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. But I did not want to have milk covered in Tide. So I'm like, should I pay for it? Should I not? I had this dilemma. But last second, I'm like, I need to go. I'm starving. I just did a quick little swap. So in this whole entire section of milk, which is like probably 20, 30 gallons of milk, there's just one that is just covered in Tide. You're such a dick. You are such a dick. I did end up buying most of the other... Pro I ended up buying most of the other products that I bought that were just covered in Tide because I was just like, screw it, why not? And I go up to the grocery... I go up to the cashier and she's checking me out and she starts grabbing my stuff and immediately just looks at her hands. Her hands <laughs> turned blue. You're awful. <laughs> she had to turn around, get a paper towel... Wipe herself down. It was just a total shit show because I decided to spill. And, and laundry detergent's expensive. It's like $13 for like a gallon of it. Or I don't even know if it's a gallon, but for a large amount of it. And I probably wasted a third of the bottle already. But I, I, you know what? I sucked it up and I did a little swap on the milk just because it was the milk. And I can't drink milk if it's covered in Tide. So it was a so total stink somebody else is for me today. For somebody who doesn't like to go. You dick. 
Nah, they'll clean it up. They'll get a little wet rag. Dude, Wegmans, Wegmans is the grocery store I went to. They're good about it. And <laughs> I, I have a feeling if I receive lawyer envelopes in the mail these next few days, I'm getting a lawsuit at me for putting. I hope they just back ban in. you from this. I mean, store. it's not as bad as the kids. It's not as it's it's not as disgusting or gross as those kids licking the top of ice cream and putting it I back don't in even the want freezer. To talk about that. That's just that's just that's just that's inhumane. Filthy. So, yeah, that's so dirty. So I did feel bad about that, but I mean, granted. I was spending $6 on a freaking gallon of milk, which is absolutely ridiculous in this economy. And so I wanted to make sure that I got one that wasn't covered in cleaning supplies and stuff that could, you know, be- Well, props to you for winning so, dickhead of the week. Bomb. Congratulations. Total stink bomb. Yeah, I'm a dickhead. I'm sorry, Wegmans, and I apologize in advance. But that was my stink bomb of the week, was the fact that I spent all that time grocery stopping in the hardest way possible that I can possibly do it. And I covered everything in time. Nice. Stink bomb. Nice. Well, mine doesn't have to do with grocery shopping. By the way, this was like an hour ago. This just happened. So my stink bomb is fresh off my wizard right now. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I have a, I have an honorable... Hold on. I have an honorable mention stink bomb. Because it's literally a stink bomb. <laughs> so I live in an apartment complex in Syracuse. And oh, oh this you go, apartment you go to complex... Syracuse? I didn't even know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Shut up. But it's the weekend, and everybody's doing their thing. You know, obviously, it's a party school. But I get into the elevator, and it is the most vile smell I have ever conquered up my nostrils in my entire life. It smelled like pig shit <laughs> mixed with vomit with curdled milk spilt all over the place. That's how dirty this smell was. I could not breathe. I walked in there, and I swear I should have put on a gas I think mask. I just I needed to get... Not, not, yeah, it was so dirty. And guess what? So I'm like, all right, it's just that elevator. So my buddy Walker comes back into the room. He goes in, and I'm like, dude, it smells dirty. He's like, I don't care. I'm sucking it up. He gets in the elevator. So I wait. I wait for the elevator to shut, and I'm like, all right, I'm not riding up with you. So I call the other one. I'm like, ha-ha, he's got the stinky elevator. I get in the other elevator. The smell was worse <laughs> in the other elevator. It was worse. So I had to go up the next five stories, and it was just so dirty. Like, I came out of that elevator gagging, and here's the problem. It lingered in my <laughs> nostrils for another 45 minutes. So I swear, that whole night, all I could smell was the curdled puke milk pig shit. <laughs> and that was all that I could smell. And they finally got the cleaning crew out, the, you know, the people who clean our apartment like area, like the communal areas. They finally got it out, and they had to use probably the strongest bleach that money could buy. And it just smelled like a straight hospital in there by the time it was done they deep cleaned that thing and it was just so vile so dirty honorable mention stink bomb because it's literally a stink wow. bomb. thanks tony for taking up the whole stink bomb section that's fine you know i didn't i dude i literally have been talking i think i've been talking Jeez. for the last 10 minutes i think you oh talked my god for a dude i'm gonna have to get up for a work before you get done talking <laughs> I <apologize. laughs> all right I i'm gonna make mine's pretty mine's pretty quick anyways mine's kind of go back to football and this is really sad i was really upset I am in contention for the playoffs in my fantasy football league. I'm sitting at 500 or whatever I am, four and four, five and four, whatever, whatever the hell it is. So I, I got the six seed out of six, and I'm playing my cousin this week. And my cousin has literally given up. He's 0 and seven. Oh, he's literally 0 and eight. Whatever this league. is, he's over. I think I beat him by like and 60. Something points. happened that was whatever it was an unfortunate situation and he wasn't able to draft his team so i can't be hating out here 
but he's literally winless on the year. And I texted him before the game because I'm a generous human. He had players who were on the IR out of his lineup. He had two play. He had one guy on a bye and one person on an IR. It was his flex and his tight end. So I texted him. I was like, yo, you want to fill your spots? They're empty. And he's like, no, man, I've given up this year. I don't really care. You can have the W. I fucking lost. I lost the game. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. I lost. That's how bad a week was. And by the way, Tony, I... I three players? Three players I don't want to talk out? about it. Tony, that's my state bomb of the week. I'm moving on. I have to detach myself from that moment. It's a quick one this week for Johnny Tags, and it is what it is. But Tony, I just want to say, you can't make fun of me because I played you this week in fantasy, and you scored 55 points, and you had a whole lineup in. So fuck you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that about wraps up. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. I was hoping you weren't going to bring that up. You had to just dirty me up here at the end of this podcast. Just dirty me up. I think that just about wraps it up for this episode. So it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Looking forward to our week 10 locks. I'm definitely going to win. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Tag Team Podcast. And we look forward to the next one. Toodles. You like toodles, don't you? Toodles. Yeah. Toodles. I like Bye-bye. <laughs>